1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Hall of Fame columnist John McClain, also Houston 610 with us on 365 Sports, most every Tuesday about
0: 530. John, uh, what do you think is wrong with Philadelphia. Philadelphia has that Super Bowl hangover. Other than New England one season, no Super Bowl loser has gone to the Super Bowl the next season since the 90s. And I'm not sure why that is because you'd think that Super Bowl loser would have more incentive than any team in the NFL, but it just catches up to them. And based on the way they're playing right now on both sides of the ball, I'm pretty confident they're not going to break that trend and become the first team other than the Patriots to go back since the 90s.
1: Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that they have new coordinators?
0: Could be. They lost two good ones. They had coaching jobs. And and um, they, you know, last night they give up 92-yard drive to Drew Locke, a backup quarterback. That was embarrassing. It was in the rain. His receivers made great plays, but so did he. Jalen Hurts is off. They're not – running the ball the way they did. They're supposed to have the best offensive line they don't, and their defensive line is supposed to be dominant, and it's not. Other than that, they're fine.
1: John, uh, fun win for the Texans, beating uh, the Titans, beating them in Nashville, and beating them while they're wearing the Oilers uniforms. I feel like there's a little karma in play there with the Titans wearing those uniforms against the Texans. But uh, your thoughts on that win for Houston, what it means, and and obviously uh, what's the latest on C.J. Stroud and how he's feeling being in concussion protocol?
0: Well, first of all, I don't think Stroud will play in this game against Cleveland on Sunday. It's another must-win. Situation. Texans are tied for first place with the Colts and the Jaguars, and I still can't believe I'm using Texans in first place in the same sentence. Based on where this team was after its 0-2 start to begin the season, the Miko Lions just continues to do a fabulous job. And they knew that uh, since the schedule came out that the Titans were going to wear Columbia Blue against Atlanta and against Houston. But I was prepared for it, and I liked it. They put Billy White Shoes Johnson, a great returner, in their ring of honor. A lot of former players went, including Earl Campbell, who posed for a mm-hmm. great picture with Eddie George and Derrick Henry. There can't be many teams that have tried it out, three backs better than that. And then for the Titans to overcome a 13th, I mean the Texans, to overcome a thirteen-zero deficit without Stroud, Will Anderson, without their right tackle George Fant, without their best linebacker Blake Cashman and they lose their safety, Jimmy Ward, in the first quarter. It was pretty miraculous. The kicker had been out five weeks, and he connected from 53 and 54 on the last play of overtime, and people in Houston were still infuriated over the Titans wearing Columbia Blue. And I told them on my show today, hey, if you don't like it, show up in two weeks, and they come to NRG Stadium and blew the hell out of them.
1: I would imagine Case Keenan probably didn't have to pay a lot of bar tabs, but I, I definitely think he's not having to pay any this week, right?
0: Yeah, Case is so popular because he, he was getting those red shirts in extra years before I'd ever heard of it. He was <laughs> at Houston six years. He was two O with the Browns two years ago. He had not started the two games in four years. We all thought Davis Mills was starting. And Nico Ryans had a feeling, and like most of his feelings, it was right, and so... Keenum started slow, pick six, and then he came back. And they think they like the way he practiced, the way he's been in a bunch of big games as he's missed around the league. And uh, for them to pull out that victory when, uh, when Mike Brabo came out and the Stetson to honor Bob Phyllis, but everybody took it as an insult. And I think Keenum will be starting again. They signed a backup quarterback, Tim Boyle, put him on the practice squad. I don't have any quarterbacks. They're trying to stockpile, but they do have – they have Keenum and Mills, and that tells me Stroud will not be playing in this game.
1: John, what do you think happened to the Cowboys against the Bills the other day?
0: Paul, it's the same old thing. They can't beat a good team on the road. If you're a Cowboys fan right now, you've got – you know, a week ago, they are talking about buying Super Bowl tickets in Las Vegas, and then they go up there. And he didn't just get beat in a close game like Philadelphia. You know, they got man But my team right now, other than San Francisco, there's probably no team in the NFL you would rather not play at this time, and that would be the Bills. And the remarkable thing about the game was that Josh Allen did not have to throw for 100 yards. And the way James Cook ran a ball down the Cowboys' throat, caught the ball well, that's the reason they got him, last year and let Devin Singletary get away to the Texans uh, in the off season. So, uh, Buffalo is still behind Houston in the tiebreakers. The Texans are the first team on the outside looking in. If the playoffs started today, Texans would be out. Uh, Jacksonville will be the division champion and the Colts would be uh, a wild card team. But the Texans still play Cleveland and they still play Indianapolis. Cleveland here Tennessee here and at Indy.
1: John, uh, what the Texans have done
0: is if you would have said this is the ceiling on how many wins they could have, if everything went well, what would it have been? Well, I predicted before the season they'd finish 6 11, double last year's win total. And then I said on our podcast, which runs sportsradio610.com, that maybe, maybe if things broke right and they didn't have a lot of injuries, they might win seven. If you would told me they were going to win more, I would have said, you don't know football. You don't know the Texans. You don't know this roster, this team. And they've overcome so many injuries. They've had three left tackles, four left guards, four centers, three right tackles, and one right guard. And yet whoever they put out there, because Stroud has played so well, they've continued to win. In the nine of the last ten games have been decided – in the last 30 seconds, including four with no time left, and of those nine games, of those 10, nine have been decided by seven or less. So they, as D'Amico Ryan said, we're battle tested. We think we can win in any situation. Well, now they got 35-year-old Case Cam taking almost taking on almost 39-year-old Joe Flacco in a battle of the Greybeards
1: uh john the brandon staley uh the chargers lost the other night to the raiders that was about as ugly as as, as you can see in the in the nfl mm-hmm. i mean it made the, the cowboys game look like much less of a blowout in comparison but um moving on from brandon staley i don't think that's a big surprise but um how does that Chargers job in your estimation stack up i know nfl jobs in general 32 there's only 32 of them it's la but what is whoever takes over that job inheriting and in, inheriting in your opinion
0: uh, well, it's the best job in the NFL because you got a great quarterback who's under contract for years, and you have talent on both sides of the ball, and they had one of the worst coaching jobs I've ever seen. Uh, I think Justin Herbert getting hurt last week was probably good because now he didn't have to worry about a more serious injury over the last four. Staley wasn't ready to be a coach. He'd been a coordinator one year. He was in over his head. Defense is his specialty. And his defense was terrible. But they better hire the GM first. Let the GM hire the coach. And the guy, the assistant, that is the most in demand is Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator. Of Detroit. You know how those offensive coordinators—they want to have their quarterback either coming up in the draft or one who's already established. And that's the best job in Carolina is the worst because Carolina's lack of talent and because of the worst owner in the NFL and David Depper,
1: John, thank you for your time. We appreciate it as always. Great to have you on. This has been a Rogue Media Network
0: production.